Today, I'm joined by the legendary singer, Macy Gray. Macy Gray, welcome to TravelGay.com. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, first of all, I have to say, um, I've been listening to Undone a lot and watching the video. It's absolutely great. Um, really amazing singles. What was the inspiration behind that song? I personally uh, did not write that song. A girl named, uh, to my, the producer wrote that song and with his sister. <laughs> and, um, but to me, it's, it's just so appropriate for everybody's life to, to strip it down and, and, you know, really take the time to discover who you are. And, uh, and, and it's also about what, what love can do to you, how, how it can just bring you to nothing, you know, and, um, and, and, and make you do things that you, that you thought you wouldn't do. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and the video um, kind of really brings that to life as well. Um, so I know you've sung with Ariana Grande before. Is that what led you to um, working with Frankie Grande in the video? Um, actually, no, I was I was already following him. And over the, the lockdown in the U.S., um, he he would he was posting these videos of him singing in the bathroom. He would go in the bathroom, he'd take off, he'd be like, always be topless. And he'd have on all this makeup and he'd be like doing these, like singing these Broadway songs into the camera. So it's like things you do when you think you're alone. But he was yeah. doing them on social media. <laughs> and I just thought like, this dude is wild, you know? And um, so when we got the idea for the video, I was like, I'm gonna call him because he already does it. And and um, he just has a thing about him. He's very uh, expressive and he's very epic. You know, he's a, like a fun guy, huge energy, really passionate about everything he does. And and so he he was perfect for it. Amazing. And was it his idea to do it in drag in the video? No, that was my idea. He there's a little sh quick shot of the, him with with tape over his balls. That was his idea. But and we wanted to, you know, go real, you know, uh, rated rated about it. But he that he kind of he kind of stopped us there. He said, "No, I don't want to do that," because he didn't know how the LGBT community would take it. He didn't know if, if that would be offensive to someone to anybody. Your music has definitely resonated with LGBT audiences. Do you, do you think you've had a, a strong connection um, throughout your career? I think so, because uh, I really uh, advertise through my music, uh, being yourself and, and uh, being honest about who you are and saying what you feel and, and, um, and doing what you feel, no matter what anybody says. And no one... Um, embodies that more than LGBT community. I think um, to be honest about something that's so still taboo and, and still to come out and, and uh, be who you are and, and uh, you know, against all odds, you know, um, against what people say. Some people still live in countries where it's illegal. And uh, I, I think that's extraordinary. So I think, um, I think that's where the connection is. Absolutely. In the disco song, a new song of yours I've, I've been listening to a lot, it's, it's very addictive. Um, you made it with um, California Jet Club. 
And so, and I know you did, I think, thinking of you with them as well. Uh, disco is just, I think, just the best music. It's like a, this this, uh, this little uh, recipe of so many different styles of music all mixed into one. And, and it puts people on the dance floor, you know? And it's the one uh, really uh, genre of music that has survived since it started, you know, it kind of transformed into people calling it dance music but it's really you know four to the floor will always be disco so um uh so i've just always loved and, and, and that style of music and and those old like giorgio moroder and and, mm. and um donna summer tunes with the big orchestration and the strings and the horns i just think it's it's the most amazing uh music so we were like really really bit on on putting a uh, disco on the record so that's why it's called the disco song because we kept calling it the disco song from the whole the whole time we were making the album we actually didn't write the lyrics the top line till like the last day we were in the studio oh that's amazing i'm so glad you mentioned donna summer she she is so incredible oh, i've got to ask you about the tone your voice you know you have one of those very distinctive voices as soon as you hear a macy gray record you're like yeah that's macy gray did you develop your voice did you have singing lessons or did you kind of always have this unique tone in your voice uh, well i think the tone uh was there um and then of course you know there's always alcohol and lots of weed that that put a little edge on it <laughs> but yeah no i took I took, I still have a vocal coach. His name is Robert Burnley, Robert, um, Roger Burnley. And, um, and, and of course, touring, nothing is better than your voice if you do it right than touring because you literally are practicing almost, you know, every night, four or five days a week, two hours, you know, singing. So it's like anything else, the more you do it, the better you get. So I, as I've gotten older, I've learned, um, I mean, it's definitely developed more, and and uh, it's a, it's a lot more seasoned than it used to be. I can I can control it better than it used to be. Okay, so that actually leads me on to my next question. So I think you made your first album came out in nineteen ninety nine. So you've been in the music business for for a long time, and it's a notoriously uh, tough industry, especially to survive in uh, over a long period of time. Do you, know, do you feel like it's it's a particularly tough industry to last to to, to have a long career in? It is because it changes uh, so all, almost every day. You know, the the way we hear music has changed um, uh, dramatically. You know, that no one, I mean, there's still a CD uh, uh, buyers and, and artists still make CDs, but not mostly everybody streams. And, um, you know, radio is, is a lot, uh, doesn't isn't as important as it used to be. I don't want to insult DJs because I get so sensitive about that. But it's you know people just have different ways of listening to music, and you can kind of program your own. You can literally program your own radio station and sit there for twenty four hours and only hear what you want to hear. So, um, and, and the styles of music has changed. Hip hop has changed. Pop has changed. Rock and roll has changed. So too. To kind of uh, weed through all that um, and still pop up twenty years later is definitely an accomplishment. I think absolutely. 
Definitely. And were you shocked by the scale of the success you had with your first album? Yes, I was. I wasn't expecting that. I was, um, I, I remember in my first week of sales for that album, I sold 8,992 records. And I was over the moon. I was jumping up and down on my bed. I, I was, I thought I had made it, you know, because I had never sold records before. So I was good with my 8,992. <laughs> <laughs> so when it kept going, no one was, um, more more surprised than me great and so who, who are your biggest musical influences um of of the past and of today um the past you know the the regulars aretha franklin and prince and i'm, I'm a huge stevie wonder fan and bob marley and uh, nina simone and uh billy holiday I'm, I'm a huge led zeppelin fan and uh you know, Biggie and all that, Jay-Z, Kanye West is a big influence of mine. Um, and the new, the new, I, I would say, I don't know if anyone's influencing me now to the point where I'm, you know, kind of adapting their style. Um, but I, I admire a lot of new artists. I think, I think um, there's a lot of really great artists out there that are doing their thing i don't know if they're influencing me but but i like them a lot of people we've interviewed we've asked about you know their their favorite travel destinations but of course you've been touring the world for many years as a musician performing to to people so how does that affect your experience of travel oh yeah i love i love uh you know performing um travel is different travel getting on a plane and sitting there for you know, 14 hours to get to <laughs> from one country to the next. That's, I don't know if I enjoy that, especially now that everybody has to wear a mask for the whole flight. We're going to do that for the first time this Friday. Um, but I love performing. I think I'll, I'll, I would, I would, you know, go anywhere to perform, but it has, I don't know if I would have seen the world the way I have without it. I don't know if, if traveling was ever in my blood, like if I ever had this huge desire to go to Italy, you know? Um, but now that I've been there, I do, you know? So it was it was good for me, it opened me up. And then nothing is, there's no better education than, than seeing the world. There's no better way to, um, to learn uh, like acceptance and to learn how to adapt and um, to learn about people and culture than, than traveling, you know, it's, it's the, probably one of the best things that can happen to you. Amazing. Well, I would definitely come see you. I remember when your first record came out and I was at school and like, you just could not get away from it. Like those songs were just everywhere. And um, I remember like on the bus to school, like, you know, your, your song would always come on. And so I can't, can't imagine that 20 years later, I would have just interviewed you. It's amazing. Oh, uh, well, you did, you did. I, it was, it's a fun interview. Thank you so much for your time, Macy.